Hello and welcome to another episode. Well done for joining me. So this episode is, does my partner speak the same language? And I'm going to tell you right now, Jim don't speak the same language as you. Jim don't. But this is, I actually do love this topic, right? Because I love to learn about myself. So should you on the path of discovery and all that. But as an extension of you as your partner. Now, your partner can really ruin your health and you'll have been in toxic relationships and stuff like that and it really does take up a lot of your think space, your cortisol levels can be through the roof, like so your partner it can give you like a blissful life and oh we're a team and this is great or it can work the other way where it's like locker heads and fucking struggling man, puffing your jaw swearing. When they've got their back to you, like, ah, fuck you, fucking hate you, right? So I think it's really important that we learn this. So even if you're not in a relationship, this is something to even know about yourself so that you can get in there and set your boundaries. And also, if you get a new partner, you can say, oh, what's your love language? Because that's what we're doing today. So everyone's got two love languages and it's basically how you sort of give and receive love. So if you can understand this about yourself and your partner, then obviously your communication will be better. They're doing things that are making you happy. You're doing things that's making them happy. And then you come together and everyone's happy, right? So you've got five love languages and everyone has two. You've got a dominant one that's like your main love language and then you'll have like a wee secondary one. So it's important for you to understand what yours are. So I'm going to go through them today and I'll tell you what mine are as well. So mine are words of affirmation. So I like to feel encouraged off my partner like that. You're doing brilliant, all that kind of thing. Probably comes from being like sort of an only child. Do you know what I mean? Like getting told, I think my mum told me every day, right, you're doing brilliant. And then, you know, that way where like a Wayne draws something and it's pure shite. Like I noticed this with Stacey and the girls, Stacey will run through and be like that. Oh my God, look what the, the Wayne's drawn. And I'm like that. Oh, okay. She's like, it's fucking, do you think that's brilliant? Do you think that she's like gifted as an artist? And I'm looking at this pure shite drawn like that. Um, yes, no, yes, it's it's a brilliant drawing do you know that way or like the way I'll do like a cartwheel and you're like oh my god did you see that fucking that's the best cartwheel I've ever seen uh, is it really so I like words of affirmation how I know this about myself right is I'll make Stacey's dinner and then I'll sit and I'll be like well and she'll be like oh that was that is so tasty you're the best cook that's brilliant and then that's me I'm fine I'm like a fucking I'm lapping that up I'm a puppy dog, I'm making other things now to impress you and get these words of affirmations. I'll lay out the food shop and then I'll be like that, Stacey, come down. She's got to come down and be like that and I'll go through everything and I'm like that, well, yep, that's brilliant. So words of affirmation is definitely mine. The next one of mine is physical touch. So that's more like cuddling on the couch, maybe a wee like squeeze of the shoulder, holding hands, very cuddly. Um... That's another one. So, like, just saying that, right? So say your partner, one isn't physical touch, but yours is physical touch. What are you going to do? Are you going to, like, say, right, so my my, my language is physical touch, right? That's great. 
your partner hates to be touched. They hate touching, just get your feet off me. Oh, your feet are freezing, all that kind of thing. So obviously that's not how you give and receive love. So you can see how that would be a wee bit of a conflict of interest if your partner's love language was the opposite of you and you didn't know that these love languages existed. You're just like... Fuck's sake, Jim, let me put my feet on you, massage my feet, cuddle me. Jim can't be fucked doing that. Do you know what I mean? So once you get to understand yourself and your partner, then things can run really smoothly. And that's that's good, isn't it? Because relationships, really huge impact on your health, but it's something you need to work on. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people, especially today, I have a lot of this conversation because I love relationships and the dynamic between people, but We've got a kind of culture now of just, oh, things aren't working, fucking just move on, bin it, move on to the next, do you know what I mean? Whereas it's really important that we start to work on things. And I think that learning your love language and your partner's love language is definitely another level of you getting on. So it can not hurt. So, so far we've done words of affirmations. So just on that, I get some clients and I'll be like that to them. Oh, you look brilliant, your shape's... Definitely looking good. What's your man saying? Nothing. What? Nothing. Has he not said that you look nice or whatever? Nah, nothing. That's fine. Maybe if that's not their love language, they don't really care. However, if it is, like, then you, that's something that you would be longing for and something that you would feel is missing. And you would, and it would probably upset you. You know, you come down the stairs and you're in your new dress. If you're not watching this, I'm moving as if I'm in a dress. So, you're in your new dress and you're like that, waiting for your man to say something and he won't say anything. Okay, so that's not his love language, but is it yours? You would need to have the conversation. Listen, why don't we do, there's an online quiz you can do to learn about your love languages. Why don't we do the quiz, see what your love language is, see what mine is, because surely your partner who loves you will want to know all these things about you and then apply them. If they don't, right, you need to be really asking yourself, is this good enough for me? You know what I mean? Is this all I'm worth for you not to be giving a fuck what my love languages are? Because it really would be something I'd be asking. So, words of affirmation, told you what that one is. Physical touch, you know, that's one of mine as well. Quality time. So that's focus time. That's not time where you're sitting watching something and your man's sitting on his phone. That that wouldn't count as quality time. If yours is quality time, then that means that you feel love by somebody listening to you, looking in your eyes when you're having a conversation, uh, wanting, moving appointments about to spend time with you. That's how you would feel loved. So if you're finding that you're not getting that, so you say you know, your partner's on the phone all the time, uh, they're making calls to work when you're meant to be out for lunch, you know, things like that. They're not kind of putting everything down and listening to you or if they've like, do you know that way where somebody's having a conversation and you've not listened and they ask you the question and they're like, well, and you're like, oh, I'm just going to have to guess what the fuck I'm talking about here. Yes, correct. And they're like, what? Just ask you if you wanted to shave your hair off. Like, mm-hmm, that is what I want to do. So if you're miscommunicating that way, if your love language is all the quality time and you're not getting that, then that's some that will make you feel not loved. You'll feel like this relationship isn't enough. And that these, these are so important to know because you can't really ignore it. Any ignore just simmers 
under the surface and then wee things go into that pot that's already bubbling at the top and then you get the overspill so the best advice can be for your health for your fucking health for your mental health for your own sanity is be getting to know your love languages and getting to know your partner's love language and then telling each other what they are and then trying to do them right so quality time if that's yours your man no leave everything put your phone down I don't want you doing work now I want us just to go and have lunch just to get a chat you to listen to me me to listen to you everybody's happy you go away you're satisfied and then you can go back to work or you can go back to doing what you were doing if that's quality time then you need to be it needs to be focused time another one is receiving gifts boy did good boy did good hashtag all that kind of thing. It might not be like extravagant gifts. So maybe you feel when he buys you a handbag that all is fucking forgotten now because this beautiful handbag has appeared and I just love the handbag and I feel so loved. I don't have a handbag, by the way. I feel so loved that you have went and thought about me and bought me a handbag so that's what it is so you feel loved when you receive gifts because that person is taking the time to think what would she like right okay I'm going to get her that or maybe something that you've seen when you were out together and they've went back and got you like that's how you feel special it's not too materialistic where it's just like good you bought me a car so I'll talk to you again you know what I mean it's like it can be little gestures little gifts that just make you feel oh I feel special because they've went away and bought me that. Do you know what I mean? So that's a big love language. So if your partner's is words of affirmations or quality time and you are, what, going and buying them hundreds of gifts and then they're not really over the moon about it or they're like, ah, it's good, cheers, pal. And you're like, fucking ungrateful bastard. But that's not the love language of theirs. So you are wasting your money wasting your time on that so you're better just to know what it is you know what I mean the next one this might be one this might be one of yours acts of service so remember you've got the strongest love language for your first one when I'm telling these I'll go through them again but you're like that's it that's it Jim I know which one it is it's gifts remember you've got a main one and then you've also you've got two you've got two so the next one is acts of service so this is one of Stacey's ones. So things like I go and I put petrol in her car because I know she'll be happy with that when she's stressed and she's peeling the girls off the ceiling. I'm like that, cleaning up things, cleaning the garden, painting walls because that's what her love language is. So acts of service make her feel like, oh, she's thought about me. She knows that I like that. She knows I like going into my car and I don't need to go and get petrol. So that's saving me time and that's more time that I can go and, you know, spend with the kids or I can just sit myself in a dark room. <laughs> so that's what, that is the acts of service. That person feels like you've gave them the gift of fucking time back. You've done something that's actually going to benefit them. And they feel special because you have went out your way to do that. So do you see how all this is like working? And this makes for a much smoother relationship because, and you know, like you've been there where maybe you've had a fallout and like you can't sleep, you're pure, or you get some people that can, they're just like, fuck ye, and they're away to sleep and you're like, ah, oh my fucking God, I cannot sleep. So there you go, you've had a fucking sleepless night, but when you wake up in the morning, you're all that rattling horrible way 
can't even drink anything, can't even drink water, can't eat your breakfast, fuck that. Afternoon, you're pure wanting cake, emotional eating. Like, your relationships can have such a big impact on your health, you know? So taking the time to work out this communication, what their language is, and then you try and speak the same language. Now, you don't need to have the same kind of love languages as your partner, but understanding them and knowing what they will kind of resonate with and what will make them feel loved and same back to you is honestly so good for your health and your fucking hormones by the way you know what I mean that oxytocin that's the pure love hormone do you want that because that's a beautiful feeling and and like what I was saying before when you have a partner right you're one color so say your partner's red right so your partner's red and then maybe you are green, right? So you've got these two colours. So they're red, you're green. You've got your own separate things going on. But when you merge together, you make a colour. But you should still have your separate colours. Now, say that you were green and they were red, but when you merged together, you became more red and you didn't become... Is it fucking orange that that makes? Um, you didn't become orange together. So you'd be like... They're almost drowning you out. That's not good for your self-esteem and your well-being, you know. Your relationship's a big part of your life. It's who you go home to at the end of the day. You should be there if you've got a problem. You're a team. Do you know what I mean? It's nice to have somebody to fall back on. It's nice to have that closeness with somebody. However, if they are, like, not taking the time to learn about you, understand you, and then apply it, if you feel like, you know, your colours aren't merging together or your colours, their colours too strong and you've just lost the person you are, these are all things that will affect your health. And I just stress it. I've been in lots of those um, where personally I can be slightly codependent, which means that when I go into relationships, I can be quite people pleasing. Um, I can sort of lose myself. Codependency is basically losing yourself, that's what it means. The term was first, um, came about when they were talking about wives of alcoholics. Um, the wife would almost enable this behaviour, but they would lose themselves and they would basically do whatever the person needed, but that ends up not being helpful. So codependency is something I can like see when I'm doing it and I've had to work a lot to not do it. Um, it comes from a deep-rooted fear of abandonment and that can just come from childhood. And I've honestly done so much work on it to try and work out when because not that I can ever think that my mum and dad abandoned me. I remember the fear of always being scared to like get fucking kidnapped for some reason. They bring me back, they like, she's up in nurse. Um, but I've always had that, deep-rooted sort of fear of abandonment so I can feel quite scared quite self-conscious in relationships and it can take me a wee while to feel comfortable but learning the love languages and understanding me and what I needed in a relationship and then understanding the person i.e. Stacey what she needs in the relationship and that does make me feel more secure and it makes me feel like I'm sort of Tending to her needs, but not in a way where I'm pure losing the person that I am, because that can happen if you're a people pleaser and you know you find yourself sitting doing things that you don't want to be fucking doing, but you're doing it anyway. Like you need to be able to get that sort of balance because otherwise it's not healthy. And you know, 
eating junk food and all that and smoking can have the same toxic effect in your body as what a toxic relationship can have, you know? Have you ever heard the study with the water? So they got water, right? And this was like, this is a well-known study. You can Google it if you don't believe me. But you just believe in I say, really, come on. If I told you to eat my hat, you'd be like, right, okay, I'm ready. So you get water. So they had two pots of water, right? One of the waters they said nice things to, good affirmations. The water's fucking loving life. It's like, you beautiful wee puddle of water, right? Then the next water next to it, they were like, you're a wee fucking arsehole, you water, you wee dick, eh? We are show water, froze them, and then when they took them back out, right, the water that had been spoken nice to, treated well, right, was all beautiful, crystallised ice, lovely. See the water that had been told it was a wee bastard? It came out all distorted and weird. So that just shows you the power that things have, just words, have got on you. Like, we're made up of water use, like... It's fucking serious. So I want you, after listening to this, to really think what your love languages are. So to run through them again, we've got words of affirmation. So you're beautiful. You're amazing. You're doing so well. I'm so proud of you, right? And if that's not your partner's love language, then just explain to them. I like to be told that I'm doing well. And then see when you do that, happy wife, happy life, right, Jim? Fucking easy. Next, we had quality time. So let's just put our phones away, let's just go for lunch, no work, and just listen to me and I'll listen to you. Quality time. Now, if your partner's not willing to fucking make some quality time and that's your love language, then you've got to assess that, to be honest. Physical touch, cuddles on the couch, maybe a wee stroke of the hair. Now, that's a difficult one because see if you're somebody that actually doesn't like physical touch, it can make you a bit uncomfortable. You're like, ah, get to... Can you just leave me? I'm just going to try and sit on the floor if you're going to try and cuddle me. That's a, that's one you would just need to say, listen, that's how I feel loved. You're going to need to get better at that. And the same with you, if it's your partner's love language, then you're going to need to really, really listen to that. If you want to make them happy, which you should do. Acts of service. So if they like to feel like you're helping them better in life, whether it's time because you're filling up the car with petrol so they don't need to do it. If you're maybe like, I'll hoover and I'll do all that. You go and sit and read a magazine in the bath and I'll take care of all this. I'll go and pick that up. I'll order the online shops. So you don't need to think about it. These we acts of service. Tick, tick, tick. Brilliant. Easy. Happy. Everyone's happy. Receiving gifts. If that is the way you feel loved because you want to feel special because somebody's thinking about you and you're giving a wee gift and you're like that's beautiful then that's what you do when me and Stacey first got together we have different love languages so I was writing her I'm like a wee note writer so I'd be writing little cards so that she'd go down in the morning and I was like fucking hell she's not even really making a big deal about it like I'm leaving beautiful fucking poetry serenading her do you know what I mean? I want to kiss you all over. She's not even, she's watching the telly. And over again. Into the night. No, I'll stop now. But not her love language. So wasn't working. But then when I found out, okay, that's an actual waste of my time here. If I'm going to go give her some love language, I'll go and put petrol in the car. I'll take her for lunch and I'll not look at my phone, put it in flight mode or whatever. 
and that's her love language. Fucking, I'm spending two pound fifteen cents, but he's buying little fucking cards that get nah. Do you know what I mean? So save yourself some time and energy by learning this stuff now. Like I said, there's quizzes you can do online. All you need to do is Google what's my love language if you're not sure if what I'm saying to today, you're like that. I still don't know. Jim still doesn't know. I don't know. So what you can do is you can go and sit and do the fucking test together. There's a nice time, in it. <laughs> your man about that. Stop listening to her, right? See the podcast, see the Instagram. Get rid of it. We're not listening to her anymore. Because I'm like that. Tell me to get the snip and tell me to find out what his love languages are or we're, not, we're leaving him, right? So, but this is what you need to do because relationships are such a big part of your life that if they're going fucking terrible or if they're toxic, you can be doing all the healthy things. You can be going to the gym, you can be drinking your bone broth, you can be doing your water flushing and all that. It's doing fuck all if your relationship's toxic and that's pure upping your stress, making your periods bad, giving you fucking panic attacks, anxiety. What what good is all that other healthy stuff? This is definitely one of my foundations and roots of health is your relationships. So that's where your partner, your love languages are with your partner. You don't need to start doing it with your pals and all that. They'll think you're weird. Like, do you think Christine's just a bit too much now? Uh, aye. So this is with your other half, your partner, your extension of you is who you want to be doing this with. So I hope you found this helpful. Obviously, I want you to leave a review. Also check out my course, which is Go With Your Flow. Um, I'm really excited about this course. It starts on the 8th of May and it's a four-week course on how you can really be the best version of yourself. We're going to, It's really, really focused on hormones. It's focused on, there's a big mix of us doing it. There's some people that have, are in perimenopause, in menopause. Some people have got PCOS. Some of the girls have got a perfect period. But this is going to go over everything. So you've actually made my job really fucking hard, to be honest, because I've got loads to do in terms of like catering for all these different hormone needs now. But if that's your love language, then I'm willing to do it. So join it. The link is in my bio on my Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram, it's at K-P-I-N-G fit, keeping fit. Do you get it? Um, it's a link in my bio and you can click and I would like you to try and sign up as soon as possible because as part of one of the bonuses I've got a half price progesterone test so we can see where your progesterone levels are so that's important for if you're in perimenopause and you want to know like what the fuck's all this shit going wrong with me um, in perimenopause your progesterone is dropping faster than what your estrogen is so you might find you're not getting sleep you're feeling anxious your periods are heavy tits are killing you what the fuck's going on the blood test will tell you that your progesterone's low okay you can put it to rest now if you're somebody that's got PCOS or you're suffering from irregular periods what the fuck's going on the progesterone test is good for you too so that's half price so you might as well because the progesterone test in a consultation with me probably costs as much as what the course costs and this is four weeks of things like audio lessons live Q&A's with me you've got good handouts good PDFs so that you can sit and read over some stuff if you miss it everything's recorded so if you're a pure busy maw or you're out and about all the time you don't need to make all the live workshops I'm going to record them all um, but I would like people to join as much as possible so you can get the most out of me rinse me ring me dry because this is your chance some people ask me questions on Instagram and it's like I'd be doing you an injustice to answer it because I don't know nothing about you and it's like a 
five-worded message. I, I need to know lots more information about you to not send you off on a wild goose chase, to, basically. So this is a real chance. Four weeks to work with me. Then you've got the course for life. You've got lifetime access. Come on. So I hopefully see you on that. If not, then keep enjoying my free stuff like this podcast and leave me a review. See you later. <laughs>